who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi. Hi. What up? Hi. 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 Hello. Uh, nothing's new with me. What's up with you? Literally everything. <laughs> You're getting married in less than like in five days. Yeah. When this comes out, it'll be two days. She's so going to get married. Having a wedding. We're walking down the aisle. Yes. Yeah. Can you be there? You'll be there beside me. It'll be oh, yeah, a whole thing. Yeah, because yeah. it's a wedding. Because so it's whole a thing. marriage. <laughs> yes. I hope it just all goes well. And it'll be a that. great day no matter what. I agree. And the forecast, I didn't look today, but yesterday I told you it was supposed to be sunny. So mm-hmm. it's all good. It's all good in the hood. As long as I keep like putting out those good vibes, right? <laughs> I charged I charged all my crystals. You'll be fine. It's honestly. What you reading? That sounds great. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, I had to um DNF book of two ways because it was hella boring. It just talked all about Egypt. So if you're genuinely interested in like a lot of Egypt history stuff, then it's a great book. But I just, I was reading it and I was like, you know, I I think I like this. I can see where the storyline's going. And then I just got to a point where I was like, not 
feeling inspired to read. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. This book has got to go. So now I'm reading Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, hell yeah. That's a good book. It's a cute little it's, read. It's weird. The formatting is weird. Are they a real oh, yeah. band? Tell me. No. no, it's not a real band. I got confused because I googled it and then there was like someone saying that it wasn't and then there was like someone saying it was and I was like I don't get this <laughs> it ain't real band no not real it's a cute little you liked summary. it like, yeah it I okay. liked it it's okay yeah it was yeah. a man it was fine yeah yeah not met it was good okay. yeah 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 I've been reading it at least and yeah. I'm not like re- like dreading picking it up so <laughs> was that good. was that other book that Jody Picoult book mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. okay yeah. this one I just it was too much history if I wanted to read a book about Egypt I would read a book about Egypt <laughs> you'd go to the library and you would go and get some reference materials yes honestly <laughs> I'd probably just watch a documentary if I'm being perfectly honest like I wouldn't even read the book <laughs> true I mean uh, what, what about you don't... what about you <clears throat> what are you reading what oh um i am reading in between here to eternity or whatever i'm reading it oh, i'm loving yeah, it yeah, yeah. i'm almost done but sometimes <gasps> at, at nighttime i get um i think about death too much and then i think about i'm hmm. not scared of death i'm scared of other people that i love dying so then like um it makes me think too much about my loved ones dying so Other then I I have to I have yeah. to just turn away so I'm reading um woman on the edge that what book where they throw the baby oh. at the person. yeah it's like yeah. it's a Canadian author yes she is yes cool I started that one but I I I think I downloaded something more interesting at uh, the time and yes. went on it but that's exciting yes yeah, so far it's pretty good it's obviously starts off like um just standing here and this woman gives me her baby and then she goes bye see ya into the subway like what do you even do take your baby (laughs) hot potato (laughs) potato. (laughs) we're kidding (laughs) are we though (laughs) (laughs) we are okay before we get into the book We've got some um, new babe. Buzz how many? How many? Three. Three. Oh, tell me. Thrice. There's tell me. babes thrice. There's Alex, Danielle, and Lumi. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Hello. Please stick and around. <laughs> yeah. Stick around. Leave us some stuff in the Facebook group. Interact. Mm-hmm. Hang out. Just show there- us your dogs. Just show, show us your, your pets your dogs what you're up to things that you're into mm-hmm. give us a meme we podcasts love podcasts you're listening to mm-hmm. documentaries yeah just say yes. what up what up what up what up what up what up yes okay and there was a lot of people talking about the book this week yes yes because it's a dang good book and i think i think that i think that a lot of people may have already read it so they were just like waiting to chime in until we had Mm -hmm. finished too (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep Yep. and gosh do we ever have a lot to unpack this week Mm -hmm. should Mm -hmm. we talk about our book before i put our little segue in 
should we mm-hmm. talk about next month's book that we're reading mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wrong place wrong time by jillian McAllister. that uh-huh. also sounds like a goodie and our babe ashley recommended it to us yes yes she did hey, thank she you was like she was like hey guys you should read this and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> compelling like that right that story (laughs) that story was compelling well it went a little different but i i don't really want to talk about that yeah no (laughs) we'll just keep haters (laughs) no haters no haters that book was way too long yeah we almost picked a long book Book and ashley ashley just sort of let us know that maybe it wasn't the pick that we really wanted Mm -hmm. essentially yeah she shone a light yes she shone up. She just steered us in the right direction. She's like, yeah. "Hey, me and my cute dog Scarlet, we know what you want to read." Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and she it got ain't her that. Backs. No, no, no. Yeah. So thanks, Ashley. Okay, let's talk about this book. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? I also wanted to say like this is how into this book I've been is that I kept forgetting to take notes for my chapters is that <laughs> I just wanted to keep reading and uh-huh. was- yeah it'll be exciting to read the next book if it's anything like mm-hmm. on par with this book without mm-hmm. having to take notes because you can just be like zip 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 sometimes when it's so good zip 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 sometimes when it's so good I found myself doing it I would read the chapter and then make notes after yeah yeah circle yeah. back so if my notes get really abrupt it's just because I was too excited as well <laughs> I gotta know what's going on I just had to go based on memory okay yeah. <laughs> all right we start off with Naomi and she has got a fucking knife <laughs> that was a scary start but it's simply because they're carving pumpkins lolol you need to get that jack-o'-lantern in the house so say Halloween. Like, <laughs> say Halloween. Say Halloween. Hey. <laughs> okay. So they have a little chat and whatever. I'm not going to go over everything. But do, 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 do. Turns out that SIM card was dot, dot, dot. Her dad's. OMG, OMG, oh, OMG. Snap. Oh, snap. Oh, so snap. Pip is having a very hard time grasping that the number one suspect could be Elliot. Um, She is like zoning out. She doesn't know what to do, but she wants to check that print log. So she says, she's so smart and like quick on her feet. She says that they should have spooky Halloween music, which I was wondering if it was a callback to my favorite murder. Because, right? Because the author said she listens to true crime podcasts, and mm-hmm. then she said spooky Halloween music. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Um, And asks Kara if she can grab her laptop. Kara's like, yeah, it's just my room. Go get it. So she takes the laptop, and then she goes into Elliot's office, and because she needs a minute to, like, check out this print log, and she's seeing stuff, and there's an Elliot's comp and she notices that there is an untitled and unsaved document that was printed from Elliot's computer the day before she found the note 
in her locker. And guess what? It's the same fucking note. <laughs> oh, snap. Dang Arama. Uh, dang dang arama is right (laughs) honestly what okay so obviously pip is like what you just said dang arama (laughs) yeah 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 holy pepperoni (laughs) oh yeah she's like holy pepperoni oh fuck and then oh fuck oh fuck pork chop sandwiches (laughs) get the fuck out of here well that oh, was pip though yeah so that was get the fuck out of here yes so obviously like pip is feeling like i don't i wouldn't even know how that she is feeling but she's realizing yeah. that elliot ward is unknown therefore he's the killer therefore he's andy's killer therefore he's sal's killer and sadly therefore he's barney's killer <sighs> he She's feeling like super betrayed because he was like another father um, and all of the lies he has told her over the past five years then, even the kindness that he showed her over the years and the fact that he even made cookies for Barney like icked her out really Yeah, that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. So now back in the kitchen, so she's feeling all these feels. And then she has to go back into the kitchen after all that. <laughs> act, don't act suspicious. Don't act suspicious. <laughs> no. So she's like, I gotta go. I'm not feeling good. <clears throat> and then she's also wondering, she like kind of slides it in there. Like, where also, where's your dad by chance? Um, and then they're like, what do you mean? He's just late at school. You're here all the time. Like, why are you asking these weird questions? You're being kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she starts asking some prying questions, which are also strange. And so she asks, um, why does your dad tutor? And she's kind of like blunt about this because she's like, your dad doesn't even need to tutor because your mom's side of the family is like super rich. <laughs> and then she's like, mm-hmm. he's, mm-hmm. yeah. So the, the girls are like, I don't know, I guess he likes it or whatever. And then, <laughs> he likes it. or whatever. Um, and then they tell her that they he started tutoring about five years ago as well, which Be-boo, is strange. Yeah. Alarm bells, alarm bells. And then he pulls up and is at the house. So she's like trying to get out of there, um, and before she has to like engage Elliot, but it's too late. He's already in, and he's like, "You staying for dinner?" get me out of here i'm gonna no him. <laughs> no i am not get me no. out of here okay <laughs> so pip's back at her house the family goes trick-or-treating pip decides to stay home she's like no i'll just give the sweeties out which reminded me of you because you were like i wanted a sweetie the other day and then you mm-hmm. admitted that <gasps> you like wine gums yeah girl welcome only some sad only some colors like green is trash and i don't think you think that i think you think green is. it's not like purple or the dark one black or purple or whatever color you see that's my fave obvi but Mm. i just like them all because they're wine gums Mm. no i'm not on the i'm not on all of the flavors yet okay well save the green ones for me okay i will 
Okay. Okay. So when they leave, when her family leaves the house, Pip texts Ravi to come over right now. Like all caps. Very important. So Ravi is shocked and Pip tells him that he doesn't have an alibi for either the day Andy died or the day that Sal died. So that's cool. She tells Ravi about the tutoring and how he doesn't need the money and that he started visit- started doing it five years ago. She's like, what if he's visiting her grave? And then Pip remembers the disappearing food because that's not something that we've talked about. But Kara did mention twice that her food had gone suddenly and she was blaming someone else in the house. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. And she says they have to find out where he goes. She turns on a Find My Friends app on her and hers and Ravi's phone and decides that she's going to leave her phone in his car so that they can track him. So there are kids at the door. So Pip gives them candies. She smiles at the adults. Um, and when she realizes that they are glaring and muttering, she sees that they're looking at Ravi. And that was, I think that was in that part of the book just so that there was more reinforcement at the end yeah fuck you yeah this town yeah Yeah. fuck you in this town fuck you how wrong were you dicks (laughs) fuck your dick (laughs) fuck you (laughs) yeah exactly little children yeah fuck your little dick little kilton little bitch (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know what's going on i've had a diet coke (laughs) <laughs> yes, good. Yeah. Little dildo. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. All right. Today is the day that they're planning they're um executing their master plan. So Pip has her fake limp on and she's laying it on thick. And thick. she's going she's telling Kara, I have to walk all the way home. I I didn't drive today and I fell in the stairs and all this. And then Kara's like, come on, just come for a drive. Like, we'll we'll um drive you home. Whatever. Don't don't be silly. And so um Pip is feeling like oh ick because she knows that Kara's being a genuine good friend. So it's breaking her heart, kind of having to be in between. Um Elliot even helps her into the car, which she like gets chills about, like, don't touch me. <laughs> Elliot's mm-hmm. even asking her if everything is okay. She pretends she's okay and checks her ankle and slides her phone underneath the seat at the same time, like way back there. <clears throat> and then she's apologizing. I'm so sorry if I made you late for tutoring. Um, and Elliot leave um, lets it slip that he only has to go to old Amersham, sure wherever that is. Um, and Shammer Hammer Town, Shammer Hammer Town, Hammer Town. <laughs> um, so um, she gets home. She had made up a lie that her mom was um not home and couldn't get her a ride turns out she is home her car's in the driveway when they get there awkward um gotta go bye don't help me i'm good oh weird yeah weird uh weird. yeah so she's heading up to the door and then Kara comes up and asks her wait 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 and she's like shit don't tell me that she saw my phone fuck 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 um but it was just to wish her good luck on her exam tomorrow 
Um, (laughs) Yes. Inside, um, she tells her mom that Ravi's coming over. She reminds her to keep the door open. He arrives and um, she tells him that the phone is in position and they check the app. So it looks like the on the screen her phone is showing that he's still at his house and he hasn't left yet um they keep refreshing and then he's starting to move um and it turns out that he's not going to old amersham he's going to wendover pip remembers that that's where Kara used to live before she moved to little kilton um and then they end up he ends up going down mill end road and it stopped. So she Googles Google Maps and she can narrow it down to either 42 or 44 Old Mill Road. And she realizes that she's about to ruin everything in Kara's life. Um, she's starting to kind of like panic or feel like we need to move fast. Um, Pip is. And she's wondering if Andy is still alive there. Um, and she just wants all of this to be over with like she is so um just like done she's done Mm -hmm. and over with it all by Mm -hmm. the sounds of it um so she's kind of spiraling almost but ravi calms her down and speaks some reason into this um he tells her quote we will end this but not tonight let's do it tomorrow um and then um he he also tells her that he won't let he won't let her throw away her Cambridge um, exam for all this. So he mm-hmm. tells her to study and get some sleep and forget all of this for 18 hours and be in bed for 1030. So he gives her the marching orders for the evening. And she knows he's right. She's yes. like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dad. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Pip is taking her exam for Cambridge. Woo. Woo. Um, she thinks she's done okay. It's like a little bit drawing and then after, I mean, whatever. It's very pip the way that she's like finished a little bit before and whatever. Of course. Um, Kara calls after her in the hall. She's congratulating her on having taken the exam. Okay. Pip says that her mom is doing a showing of 42 Mill End Road. And it turns out that that is the exact address where Kara used to live. She says that her dad sold that house a couple years after her mom died. So she finds that quite odd because why else would Elliot be, go- why would he be going to a house that he sold? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she has to go to Elliot's class because she's literally in it and it's very painful for her. And setting up, instead of sitting at the front, she sits at the back, which is like, that would be suspicious. But I mean, I understand. You got to create some physical distance mm-hmm. if you think this person's a literal murderer. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> He's teaching a lesson. I didn't take note of what it is. I don't really care and I don't think it's relevant. But while he's talking, he says the word diaries and it triggers some sort of thought in Pip. She ends up skipping her last period and runs to her car. We find out that Pip heads straight to the ward's house. Um, (laughs) Of course she does. And Mm -hmm. asks Naomi, you're in therapy, right? Just mm-hmm. um, and she asks, "Does your therapist tell you to keep a diary?" 
um, Naomi explains to her that mm-hmm. yes, she does, and that it helps um, to write everything down. Pip asks, "Did you write about the hit and run?" And Naomi said, "Of course, that's the only place I could talk about it." Mm-hmm. Um, and then she wonders, "Do you think somebody? That's how somebody found out?" Mm-hmm. Naomi is asking this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, she's like, "Cause I keep them locked up. Like I don't know how anybody could find them." And then Pip's just like, "Gotta go by my my spidey senses are tingling." <laughs> she heads home. And she finds her mom crying because she's looking at old photos and videos of Barney. Um, Yeah. She explains that she's happy, sad, which I can understand. And they end up looking at the photos together. But then Pip's like, okay, enough of this. This is a bit of a sidetrack. I gotta go. (laughs) Um, So she's like, I'm going to go take a nap. But not. She's not. She's just pacing until 5 p.m. And then at five, she goes, peace out. I'm going to Lauren's and proceeds to lie to everybody, including Ravi, and says that, like, come over. I'll come over after dinner and we'll call the police together. Whatever. The lie deter- detector determined that that was also a lie. A lie. Yeah. Lie. <laughs> um, All right. And oh, oh, you're not done. <laughs> yes. No, I was just essentially ends. But um she's just saying that if anybody knew what she was going to do they were going to stop her and she proceeds to pull up the directions to 42 mill end road pip goes to the mill end road house she's in the driveway she calls the police and tells them everything that she knows and that she is about to go inside and obviously they tell her not to but Let's be honest, she's Pippa. What do they expect? Honestly. (laughs) She goes to the door and she knocks. And guess what? Elliot answers. She tells him the police will be there in 10 minutes. And here's his chance to explain it all to her so that she can comfort his daughters after everything is said and done. He looks at her and he says that it's finally over and he asks her to come in. She's like, I probably shouldn't go in, but I'm gonna... (laughs) Pip asks if Andy is there and if she is alive, and he says yes. Oh my god! What? I was like not expecting this. This was a twist and a half, and it just gets twistier. It blows my mind. So then he tells her the story about how Andy started giving him attention, and he liked it. He was lonely after his wife died. It was nice to have someone like chatting with him. He ended up getting a different SIM card so that they could text together at night. Uh, I I mean, it's obvious that what I'm going to say, it is what it is. Yeah. Andy suggests meeting up somewhere and they end up booking a room together and they sleep together. Super ew. Really ew. I've got the he egg. tries to end it and Andy starts threatening him because, of course, Andy's so manipulative. She can't deal when someone tries to yeah. like deny her or reject her. Mm-hmm. She interrupts his class one day and says she's left a naked photo of herself somewhere in the room and he better find it before someone else does. Looks like Max found it. So turns out that was not a lie out of all of the things that he said. All of his lies. Fucked. That's yeah. the only truth. <laughs> right? 
So essentially she's try- she's just trying to threaten him in like a really fucked up way. Cause if somebody else, if somebody else other than Max had have found that in Mr. Ward's classroom, they would have been like, ah, squeeze me. <laughs> you got some explaining to do because Andy yeah. wasn't in any of his classes. Mm-hmm. So we find out that the night that Andy disappeared, she comes to his house and she is yelling at him and she's super angry and she tells him that she only slept with him so he could get her a place at Oxford like he did for Sal and she didn't want Sal to leave without her, which is very fucked up. Mm -hmm. The whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Andy goes for the paintings. She's going to destroy them. They're the ones that his wife had done and they mean a lot to the family um but sorry the paintings that she had done while she was dying so it's like even more Mm -hmm. uh, sentimental yeah and he ends up pushing her she hits her head and there was blood he goes to get the first aid kit and when he returns she gone awol bye-bye he then finds out the next day that she has disappeared and he feels responsible he thinks the only thing he could do was give them a stronger suspect to protect him and to protect his girls. I just can't. Oh, no, no. That's not really like the no. best solution. Mm-hmm. There are better no. ones, I think. Imagine yeah. he had have just been like, I have to come clean. I might get charged. Or even like not said anything about the sleeping together and just mm-hmm. mentioned that he saw her injured or something. I don't know yeah or like yeah he could have like gone over that and been like she was like harassing my kids and they she came over and then was like targeting the paintings or whatever because she's so shitty that yeah anybody could see that being the truth yeah totally and he's a respectable teacher right so he probably could have gotten away with it had he put in some like a different method of thought yes he but went he didn't yes he went right for worst case ontario so oh yeah and made it even worse case mm-hmm. ontario mm-hmm. so guess what he decides to drug sal and he took sal into the woods under the guise that they would find andy themselves sal was clearly upset he ended up placing some of andy's dried blood from his carpet underneath sal's fingernails with tweezers and then my next note is what in the fuck called <laughs> i don't it. like we that. called that from the beginning though yeah we called that. it was weird it was weird mm-hmm. like who would take it's just a weird it's mm-hmm. a really weird thing to do yeah. right so he realizes that he had panicked and thought andy's injury was fatal when it wasn't that would be a shitty realization um and one day he just saw andy she had gotten into drugs and she looked really rough he knew she couldn't go back to kilton so he explains how she lives in the loft and that she's never bored and that she's decorated her own bedroom and it's lovely up there and they don't sleep together they just hang out (laughs) oh so i know i felt like that's so fucked that's fucked up so Pip hears the police cars outside. She tells Elliot that he can't tell the police about the hit and run. She says he killed Barney and he tells her he doesn't know what she's talking about. And then the police are there. That is a little interesting thing to keep in your brain. While the officers are occupied with Elliot, Pip snatches the key to Andy's room from the counter and runs towards the loft. She gets up the ladder and she sees Andy. She looks a little different. And suddenly, Pip isn't certain this is Andy. 
Upon closer look, she can see the obvious differences. It's very clear to Pip that this is not Andy. Who is it then? Oh my god. (laughs) Sketchy as fuck. Yeah. Okay, so outside now, there are a lot of police. As they bring Elliot out, Pip wonders if Elliot really believes if that is Andy locked in the loft. And she can tell that this is a man who knows his life is finished as well. Yeah, he fucked. (laughs) Yeah, he he fucked. You can't kill somebody and like half kill somebody and then keep somebody hostage in your loft. No, that's against <laughs> the law. You just can't. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think that's no. frowned upon. <laughs> I think that's not something that is advisable. No. <laughs> Fuck. Let's just make this worse and honestly, worse. Honestly, he's less like, what could I do to make this even worse? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. I feel okay. like he w- maybe would have ki- killed Pip. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Honestly, I guess maybe if he was in between a rock and a hard place, I could see him doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then Ravi shows up, which is super cute. He like kind of hugs and holds her, which is sweet. Um, he a- She asks, what are you doing here? And then he told her that he was worried that she didn't show up when she said she was going to. So he tracked her here. That's cute. Yes. And he was upset that she came by herself as well. Um, She explains to him that she had to ask him why. And um, she didn't know how much longer um, he would have. Ravi would have to wait for the truth if she didn't confront him elliot on her own mm-hmm, i hope that made mm-hmm. sense okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she just thought that she would get more out of him she knows yes. him personally yes. like if it was yeah. just him and her like he might mm-hmm. actually tell her whereas Legit. if yeah. if ravi was there he's not going to be like yeah i killed your brother sorry like yeah or waited for the police to come and get him yeah. too like they were planning yeah yeah exactly she tells him everything what happened and what she just went through um ravi is obviously sad um but at the same time he realizes um that he is coming to peace that he can't bring him back but now at least everyone will know that sal is innocent um Mm, what like what uh i don't even have the words for that like that's yeah that's somebody graffitied their house yes people like the people in the town did not like their family no and they used the fact that they killed that they think that sal killed somebody in their community to use that as a cover for their blatant racism Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is yeah even more fucked up (laughs) yes yes it's yeah it's fucked um okay so again as pip is too upset to drive so ravi drives them back um together pip is starting to wonder if elliot actually believed that was andy or if he needed to believe that that was andy Mm. um so that realize that he killed sal for nothing yes exactly yes like exactly yeah it's weird i don't know i don't know yes weird fucked up thing yeah yes exactly he was like She's wondering if he needed to he needed to hold on to that so that he felt okay, quote unquote, with himself. 
But also too, I sorry, I think I kind of fucked up. I think it was so that no one would know that Andy was still alive. Because if people knew that Andy was still alive, who killed Sal? Yes. Yeah. 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 True. Um, Ravi thinks that Elliot was just scared that Andy was quote unquote alive and would come back. Um, and then he would go down for Sal's murder. Um, and then out of a state of fear, he mistakes this woman on the road as Andy. Um, and it all kind of fell into place for him. Um, so obviously Pip being Pip, this leads her to one question. What happened to the real Andy Bell in town as they're coming in, they notice the bells and their vehicle stopped in the road and they're clearly devastated. So they've gotten the news that it's not actually Andy. Yeah, that would be a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Your dead daughter isn't dead. Oh, wait, it's not your daughter. Your dead daughter might still be dead. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, geez. She noticed that, like, the mom and dad were clearly devastated. Jason was acting enraged, but Becca looked confused. It is confusing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is confusing. Mm -hmm. All right. Pip finally tells her parents what in the fuck is going on the worst part of it all is her bff kara pip wants to call her but she just can't so she sends her a big text message she ends up telling kara that her dad did it that naomi will be safe and that when she's ready she will tell her everything and also she starts the message by saying she realizes that this was the coward cowardly way um pip tries to call kara and naomi multiple times a day the next day no one answers her mom had driven by their house and no cars were there so they had probably gone elsewhere obviously um ravi shows up at her door with his parents oh i think this part made me cry (laughs) because it was just so much Mm -hmm. um we find out that after the charges have been laid, they will be doing a conference to announce Sal's innocence. They came over to thank Pip for helping to vindicate their dead son. Um, they they give them flowers and chocolates and they're like, we weren't really sure what to bring. Google didn't really help much. It was just very sweet. And lovely. what do you bring the girl who proves my son's innocence? I know. Oh. <laughs> It's a lot. It was a lot. Um, there nobody's sure really how, but everybody in the house ends up in a big old group hug, and it's cute. Um, and just like that, the sadness in the house is replaced, which was very a very sweet observation from Pip. Um, they end up hanging out for a little bit. They all decide that they're going to go to the fireworks together tomorrow. Um, It turns out that the Sings hadn't been since Sal died, and this sort of is the perfect symbolism for a new beginning for them. Mm -hmm. I really loved that. Mm -hmm. They need a new beginning. They do. Um, Pip goes into the kitchen, so she's away from everyone for a minute, and Ravi comes up behind her, and he asks what's going on, but he already knows. She's curious about the mystery of Andy. He tells her the police are reopening the case and that it's not her job anymore. And she agrees. But. (laughs) But. She, we start off this chapter by 
Pip swearing she meant to take it all down and throw it all out, her murder board, that is. But I better go through it one more time. Have you ever, you've done that though, where you're cleaning something and you're like, oh, I'm just going to look at everything now. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then she says, to be fair, some of it did end up in the bin. Like all the, all the clues that pointed to Elliot, that is. But (laughs) the board needs to be added to with the new, yeah, with the new info that she got from, um, that she's gotten from everything of the night that Andy went missing. Um, She's realizing that something isn't adding up because Elliot last last saw her around 10-ish, but there was the CTV footage of her driving at 10.40 p.m., and Elliot also mentioned that Andy hadn't driven to her house. Um, That don't add up. The math don't add up. No. Mm -hmm. So now she realizes that there's two killers in Little Kilton, (gasps) and... Only one of them has tried to get her to stop. And Mr. Ward mentioned something in passing that he didn't kill Barney. So now she's looking at the notes and it's so obvious to her that the notes texts are from two different people. Whoops. Whoopsie. Um, So... Her parents leave to go and meet the Sings at the fireworks. She says, I'll meet you there. She's trying to buy some time. Um, She realizes as she's looking at everybody's pictures, she realizes that it couldn't be Jason. His reaction that they saw in the car was too genuine. Um, And then all the pieces start coming together. (laughs) So she, she calls Max. Hello. And she says, I'm going to ask you one question. And if you don't answer, I'm going to the police with about the hit and run. More blackmail with Max, but he's the worst. Oh, he deserves it. <laughs> oh, yeah. After this. What a POS. This. Oh, I just want to. Gosh. Bring his neck. He's the worst. I know. Okay. I know. So she's just straight up, straight up asks. So did you rape drug and rape Becca Bell? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And then. She says, Max, did you drug and have sex with her? And he says, yes, but it's not rape because she didn't say no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. What a fucking pig. Yeah. Um, or, or as Pip says, you vile rapist gargoyle, which. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's. Pigs yeah, are that's cute. Pretty... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a gargoyle one hundo. Yeah. I want to use that as a, a diss now. You're a fucking gargoyle. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where to be gargoyle. <laughs> wow. Why don't you just be more of a gargoyle somewhere? But... Gargan all over, you fucking oil yeah. gargoyle. Yes. <laughs> so, so this, she's happy, not happy, but she is upset. But I think she's gotten the information that she got, gets, wanted to get from him, hangs up and stops recording the call. So she had it recorded. Yeah. I knew too. I called that. I called uh-huh. that one. Uh huh. And then she realizes that the last person to see Andy alive was Becca. Hmm. OMG. All right. So Pip goes to the bell house to see Becca. Becca lets her in. She she makes her a little tea. Um. Pip asks her about her parents. 
Apparently her mom has booked herself into rehab for emotional trauma and her dad wants to sue everyone. Sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Um, We find out that the girl that Mr. Ward had kept in the loft had a history of abuse and had the mental age of a 12 year old. So that's sort of how that situation played out, which is incredibly fucked up. Um, Pip literally just goes for it and calls Becca out on having killed Andy. And she explains what she knows that Becca went to the party and that Becca was drugged. She didn't tell Jess who she slept with because she didn't know. At this point, Becca starts to cry. She tells her she understands. Pip tells Becca she understands how lonely she felt and asks if when she went to the hospital, did she decide to find out who did this? And again, Becca nods. She knows Becca started asking around and that the questions ended up circling back to her own sister. Then she asks what happened when Andy walked back from Mr. Ward's house. Becca starts telling Pip that she had gone through Andy's room and she found the phone and the drugs. She went through it and she found out that she had only sold the roofies to one person. And although Andy had kept everybody in her phone by an initial, she had called him Max in the text messages. So she knew who it was. When Andy comes home, Becca goes up to her. And she tells her what happened. She really wants her big sister. She wants mm-hmm. to be comforted. And, mm-hmm. you know, she, she and, just yeah. mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. just wants someone to hold space for her. But what does Andy do? She oh, just looks at her and she tells her she doesn't care. And then she ends up saying all these awful things about her and that she can't tell anyone or else she'll get in trouble. I mean, oh, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. Andy kind of deserved what came her way. <laughs> I mean, yes. And Pip realizes that, too. She's like, I'm yep. on your... Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. don't mean to get so, ahead, but... Here's what what else ended up happening. They were shoving each other. It ended up turning into a physical altercation. And Andy falls on the ground. And she starts throwing up. And Becca just watches. Becca thought for five years... That she was the one who made Andy hit her head. But she was actually just the one who let her choke to death. So Mm. Mr. Ward and Becca were like in the same situation, essentially. Mm, True, yeah. And instead of doing the right thing, they did the super wrong thing. The opposite. (laughs) So here's what happens. Becca took her to her own car that was in the garage so no one would see what was going on. She cleaned everything up in the house and Pip asked if she took her to the old barn and buried her. Becca's like, she's not buried. She's in the septic tank. And I laughed so fucking hard. (laughs) Girl ends up where she deserves to be for life. (laughs) In the sewer. In In the shithole. In the shithole. So Becca had been following Pip as she did her investigating. Creepy. She says that she didn't mean to kill Barney and she let him go, but it was dark and he must have fell in the water. Super fucked. Still not cool. Mm -hmm. Don't take Mm -hmm. someone's dog. Mm -hmm. Pip tells Becca that what she did was wrong, but that the police will be coming for her and that she needs to leave the country now and start a new life somewhere. She tells her that she's warning her. And then it turns out that Becca had roofied 
Pip's tea. So now Pip is feeling the effects of what is happening to her. And she is trying desperately to regain her control while she is very much losing control of her whole body as rupees do to you. Um, Becca tells her that there was some left in Andy's stash. So that's where she got it from. Pip goes to the sink and she puts her fingers down her throat and she's trying to throw up, but it's already hit her. So it's already in her bloodstream. It's useless. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked Pip why she couldn't just leave this alone because, you know, it's Pip's ball, right? <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I think. No. Some... Mm-hmm. Um, Pip ends up finding like a bench seat and throws it at Becca. She runs into the woods, but Becca follows her. This is all very dramatic. I'm not going to do a dramatic retelling. I'm just going to tell it like it is. Um, Becca ends up strangling Pip. She tells her that she wishes she had someone like her who would have cared. Um, It's happening. Pip's like, this is it cool but she's also like losing consciousness and losing like she's not lucid because she's on the drugs so it's very fucked up becca ends up stopping and says that she can't do it (laughs) so she's a good person now that's good (laughs) fuck you oh geez and then we hear pickle it's okay because her dad showed up and then Robbie's there as well and he's telling her that it's gonna be okay they call the police as Pip tries to explain what she's found she's trying to tell Ravi but not making much sense but she's like in case I don't remember when I wake up this is what I found out and then everything goes black whoa watch out okay Okay, we've got a little unraveled. I know it's all it all fell apart. I didn't. I didn't. I. I mean, I called the Max raping Becca thing, but I did not. No, I can't stand Andy. I'm actually. I'm just glad she's dead. (laughs) Honestly, like, who does that? Your sister confesses yeah. to you that she literally went through a very traumatic experience and you say, I don't care. You're just the fat version of me anyway. And don't tell anybody because I don't want to get in trouble. Like, fuck <laughs> you. Oh my Go God. I can't. That yeah. like put it over the edge for me. Yeah. I was just like, I can't with this Andy anymore. I'm okay. happy though that that happened or else it would have been like, if she had have confronted her and been a good person, it would have been mm. like, you know, not as yeah. like satisfying. True. Yes, true. Okay, so we have like a little epilogue three months later, little bow, but we do know that there's more books. So obviously, we get more details later in the next books. Okay, so we start off and Pip and Ravi are backstage somewhere and there's a lot of people out front. We find out that they've turned Pip's EPQ project into a bit of an event. Um, because it's garnered a lot of attention. They even sold like tickets for this. The press are there. There's people from like BBC. She's all like, there's a lot of people there. She front page Um, news. She literally headlines extra, extra read all about it. Honestly. Okay. Um, Ravi's wishing her good luck. And um, it looks, seems like they do this little thing where they like put their head foreheads together and he takes half of the burden for her 
Yes. And then it, it's all sealed with a smooch. So yay, they're together. Yay. And he gives a little Ravi-ism, which is cute. Um, don't mention that this all started because you fancied me in the beginning. LOL. That's cute. They're in love. Uh, yeah. So Pip um, walks out on stage and... Pause in a one br- sec. If they got married, wouldn't it be just like the coolest to be like, oh yeah, um, we met because she's she proved my brother innocent of uh, murder. <laughs> that would be that would actually like, be what really. Did you cool. even say like I've oh my god wow okay oh, um <laughs> tell me the whole story right yeah, now honestly <laughs> all right I've got three hours let's go let's go let's go I'm here I'm sitting okay so Pip walks out on stage and in a room full of people who are not really quite sure how to respond to her like some people are clapping slowly <laughs> like do you clap for this or her dad is up there being the cheerleader being like. Whoa! go yeah. go uh, yeah yes um she does she starts her speech off we find out that there's four people in jail um because of pip and including max because he's a pos and Fuck the you, other max yeah. obviously becca's in jail and um mr ward mr ward's in jail but also howie get ends yeah, up getting arrested I mean, for drugs yeah. obviously um she does her presentation what seems to go well she even invites ravi up at the end to say a few words about sal because he can speak best about him um which her dad whoops it up for him as well which is really sweet and um she kind she ends off the presentation saying like just because this is over doesn't mean that you weren't complicit in it and she kind of calls out the town on their shittiness and their racism which was awesome and i loved that she yeah. ended off like that and she got yeah. accepted to Cam- to cambridge oh yes yes and <laughs> she got accepted to her college right away the girl right away. they there was like people fighting over her essentially like two different colleges yeah as they should so, be but she was yes. like i'm going to cambridge obviously <laughs> i'm going to my first choice yeah so yeah yay um, but i was satisfying knowing that the- everybody went to jail I like yeah. that. Yeah, true. And knowing I like that Ravi and Pip were together, I liked that. She needs to know more about this guy. Shauna does. That's what that's what Shauna was. The hit and run. Okay. She wants to know about oh, more about the hit yes. and run. <laughs> She's like, what? Wait what a second. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Shauna's that just is like very true. Wait a second. What happened to the hit and run person? Yeah, <laughs> Should we not circle is... back to that? <laughs> That is very true. And I mean, I do understand Pip's reasoning for like, because she's protecting her best friend. She already put her fucking dad in jail. Like, she doesn't want to take away her sister, too. But also, like, if only they could, like, manhandle it somehow so that the blame was all on Max. But they can't because, (laughs) you know what I mean, though? Like, he's already in jail. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. You did it. Mm -hmm. Bye. Mm Yeah, true. He did, at least he did get some justice for what yeah. he did to Becca, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, he'll probably be out of jail in six months. I know, honestly. But but <laughs> I think that she did say something about that, or maybe it was Howie that would be out of jail quickly, but like she did say something about the system and how it was kind of mm-hmm. lame. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, mm-hmm. what do you rate the book? Five. Five. Okay. Yeah, I really okay. liked it, and I didn't expect the twist at all. And I love when a book. I gets like. Me. 
Yes. I love how I was kept guessing. And I feel pretty a kind of like, well, I thought Naomi was the killer like the whole time mm-hmm. until so I was close. It was close, close mm-hmm. relative. But mm-hmm. Mr. Ward, I did not see that coming. Oh no, me neither. What do you write it? Um, I think four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. I mean, I think I would rate it four and a half just based mm-hmm. on Barney. Like I'm not down with that. I wish that part didn't happen. Yeah. And I don't really think it needed to happen. Looking back, mm-hmm. she could have done, they could have just like um, played up the computer smashing part more and that could have been Becca's hand in it. Yes. Like yeah, the dog dying was terribly sad. Unnecessary, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really don't. There was no reason for it to, like there was no, do you know what I mean? Like there was no- it didn't Nothing further the plot because yeah. he went missing. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it could have been done without. Yeah. It was a. I mean, I guess that's how they ended up getting to the her to go to the forest and oh, smash the he... laptop. It was like, do you want to see True. your dog again? Bring it. But honestly, I'm sure even if they just went into her room and like made it look like she was there, like you're being watched. Like, yeah, I know what's going on and I'm going to like do yeah. this and this. She could have probably got I'm her to go. About it, Mr. Ward did say he didn't kill Barney. Yeah. But yeah. he also could have said, I didn't make you smash up your computer, but maybe it wouldn't yeah. have been as dramatic. I don't know. Yeah. True. 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 Anyways, yeah, this is a good book. I'm going to read the next one. Okay, next week, read the next book that we're going to yes. read. Wrong, wrong place, place, wrong time. Wrong time. And by next week, I mean, like, next, next week, because we're not here next week. We'll see you in, like, two weeks. So read the next book then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. No, super bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Uh Uh-uh. Not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often?